May I have your name, please, ma'am? Lillian Morrow. Miss Morrow, would you tell us what you think of the planes that are being hijacked to Cuba and what steps can be taken to stop it? Well, I think it's a ridiculous thing that it's happening. I have tried to think what, what could be done about it. I, I really haven't arrived at a conclusion of where the passengers would be safe to uh, think what to do. I don't see a solution yet. Thank you very much. It's 1977 in the height of the hijacking era. Every week, between three and six commercial airplanes are stolen. Some hijackers are in it for the ransom money, and others are making a political statement. Today, Buster Lee and his friend, Special Agent Taylor McQueen, are on a flight to visit an outdoor show in West Virginia. The plane, a Boeing 727 Whisperjet, achieved altitude, and the stewardess went on the intercom. Welcome aboard Eastern Flight 901 to Charleston, West Virginia. I'm Brandy DeMaurier. I'll be your hostess on today's two-hour flight. Captain Murdo just turned off the no-smoking sign, so if you've got him... We'll be serving roast beef with brown gravy and creamy mashed potatoes for lunch. We'll be around in a minute to take your drink order, too. That's when the unthinkable happened. Three men in gas masks stormed the cabin, locked the door, and knocked out Captain Murdo and the co-pilot with sleeping gas. Once Murdo and the co-pilot were out of the picture, they were moved, and the masked men seized control of the jet. Before losing consciousness, Captain Murdo hit the cabin alarm, letting Buster Lee and Taylor McQueen know something was wrong. 30,000 feet below, two girls dressed in karate outfits ate breakfast after their workout. One of the girls was mechanic extraordinaire Precious Wilson of Key West. Precious was studying the picture of a missing child on a milk carton. The other girl was stock car driver Possum Harding. Welcome to Orlando 1977. You're listening to The Possum Harding Adventures. Okay, baby, let me see some ID. Step away from the car, mister. Nobody moves, and nobody gets hurt. I'm Possum Harding. Only 18. She has a taste for fast cars and unsolved mysteries. With her team of friends, she travels the Sunshine State, righting wrongs, solving mysteries, and looking for excitement. Welcome to 1977. This is Orlando. You're listening to Possum Harding Adventures with Jupiter Gadsden. Ah, retirement. The golden years, the autumn years of your life. Time to play golf, watch soap operas, lawn bowl, go to bingo, gossip among your friends, or join a gun club. You'll want the best plastic surgeons, liver dialysis machines, heart specialists, hearing aid gurus, insurance companies, drug stores, tanning clinics, health food stores, beaches, delis, and funeral parlors. When it comes to retirement, Orlando is the bee's knees, except for one little thing. The cost of prescription drugs, it's over the moon. While lunching last week at Hidden Hills Retirement Community in Orlando, that's what everyone was talking about, especially a woman named Ida. 
When she was a child, Possum spent every August in Maycomb, Alabama at her grandma's estate. Her grandma, Ida Harding, lived in a mansion built in 1873. One day, Grandma Ida gave Possum an heirloom friendship bracelet with a nautical theme. The bracelet locked with a tiny stainless steel anchor that, because of its age, was slightly bent out of shape. Possum wore the bracelet every day as a reminder that, if given the chance, good always triumphs. Staying with Grandma Ida was fun. In the mornings, Possum climbed box elder trees with her cousins, Jen and Scott. At night, she chased a family of brown rats who lived in the garden with a stick. On Sundays, Grandma Ida hosted tea for the children. Besides Possum, Jen, and Scott, Grandma invited Streckfast Horton, a posh, eccentric, foppish six-year-old whose mama made an exquisite deviled ham. Every Sunday, Mrs. Horton packed a generous serving of the ham delicacy in a jam jar and sent it to Ida's place. Later, when the little ones were napping, Grandma Ida ate most of the deviled ham herself. A real southern petticoat, Grandma Ida was a survivalist before the term was popular. Wishing to instill identical values in possum, Ida instructed the girl on hunting rabbits, doves, squirrels, and other vermin. Despite her macabre nature, Grandma Ida was the sunniest grandma a girl could want. It didn't hurt that Grandma Ida gave possum a beautiful friendship bracelet too. Eastern 901 was your typical short-haul flight. For instance, in row 17 were a young married couple. Behind them, a toothy 11-year-old girl waiting for a new kidney. In the wing seats, two nuns and a rabbi. In 9A, a bitter divorcee. Beside her, a brash lawyer with a drinking problem. In 11, a 30-year-old advertising executive with a fear of flying. Then came the chosen few who rode in first class segregated from the hoi polloi by a navy and gold-trimmed curtain. These high achievers drank the best booze and chomped on smoked salmon. One such winner was gorgeous former screen star Carol Havelock. Draped in mink and swimming in jewels, the retired movie idol was traveling with TV funny man Marty Moore and a sight-challenged boy named Earl Marvel. Earl was a musical genius that Marty and Carol were chaperoning to Charleston for a telethon. Sitting in the back of the plane, Taylor didn't get a good look at the hijackers, but standing at the front of 727 in a beret and army boots was an older woman who could have been someone's granny. She was surrounded by sycophants chanting slogans like, Don't be greedy, treat the needy. People over profits. Pills cost pennies, greed costs lives. Don't put a price on life. How much greed do we need? The price of pills is making us ill. I'm not well, cause I'm in hell. And the most heartbreaking statement, I'd rather be dead than wet my bed. After the chorus stopped, the woman in the beret spoke. I am Titania Guevara of the Orlando Liberation Army. We hijacked this plane to draw attention to an issue that affects everyone, the high cost of prescription drugs. We hijacked this plane to fly to Cuba to buy a month's worth of medicine and show the people of America how unfair the prices are. Oh my god. Startled, Taylor looked at Buster Lee. 
Meet Cassidy Newman, an ambitious 22-year-old air traffic controller at Orlando Airport. In her short time on the job, she'd seen a lot, but never a mid-flight collision. Of course, Cassidy was monitoring the hijacking of Flight 901, but never imagined the plane would collide with a flock of Canadian geese, crippling two engines and blowing a hole in the cockpit. Upon impact, the hijackers flying the plane were disappeared, leaving the autopilot in control. Thanks to insufficient financing, when the bird tragedy struck, Chassis was the only one in the control tower. Scrambling, she grabbed the passenger manifesto and saw local heroes Taylor McQueen and Buster Lee were on board. Because Orlando police were understaffed, rather than call 911, Chassis called Possum Harding on the CB radio. This is Chassie Newman of Orlando Air Traffic Control calling Possum Harding, over. Come in, Possum, over. It's an emergency. Two of your guys are on a hijacked flight, over. If you can hear me, say something, Possum, over. I am Chassie Newman of Orlando International Airport, over. Loving her custom-made Whiting Davis six-wheel professional stock car, Possum asked Precious to outfit her city car a humble AMC Gremlin, with six wheels as well. Although impractical, the additional two wheels guaranteed Possum's Gremlin was fast as a fox. With Precious, Melanie Daniels, Roman, and Ding Dong buckled up for safety, Possum darted to the airport. Inside the shabby 1950s-built structure, Possum and company met Chassie Newman. In the boardroom, Possum and company 360'd every plan. It was a race to find the least worst option. Of course, Possum settled on the most audacious and dangerous plan. There was no wiggle room. Dressed in matching jumpsuits and flight helmets, Precious Wilson and Melanie Daniels strapped into the captain and co-pilot seats of a Russian-made rescue helicopter. Raised in the mountainous regions between Italy and Switzerland, 21-year-old heartbreaker Roman Cardinelli was an expert alphanist. In the rear of the helicopter, Roman prepared the carabiner, the belay, and the cordelette that would be Possum's lifeline during the deadly mission. Outfitted in a sky-blue unisuit and platform shoes, Possum grasped the safety cable and ding-dong firmly. Over her headset, Precious said, when we're 10 feet above the jet plane, Melanie Daniels will give you the green light. Seconds later, Melanie signaled go. Hugging Ding Dong, Possum leapt out of the helicopter and gingerly slid down the cable to within a foot of the crippled 727. When the smoke cleared, Buster Lee and Taylor McQueen bolted to the cockpit. There was debris everywhere. Outside the cockpit door, dressed like third world revolutionaries, were a gaggle of pensioners from the Orlando Liberation Army. Lying on her side, semi-conscious, was their leader, Titania Guevara. Stepping over the bodies and entering the flight cabin, Buster Lee and Taylor were appalled by what they saw. Three quarters of the windows were blown out. Where once was the cockpit ceiling was now a gaping hole 12 feet long. Wires, gauges, and circuits were here till Sunday. Outside the 727, suspended on a steel cable, was Possum Harding and Ding Dong. 
Over here! Yelled Buster. This way! Hollered Taylor. Extending her reach, Possum yelled. Take my arm! Grab her! Wailed Taylor. Keep trying! Called Buster. The Possum Harding Adventures will be back after these important messages. No, I honestly do. I honestly like Sears. I wouldn't be here right now, would I? And I do like the Junior Bazaar. They have some really nice clothes. They do keep current styles as far as the clothes. And um, since I just got a new apartment, I came here today to shop for everything from curtains to uh, lingerie. Sears is fantastic. American Motors Gremlin gets the best gas mileage of any car made in America. Haven't seen you around for a while. <laughs> Haven't seen you around. <laughs> Mr. Bradshaw. Haven't seen you around. <laughs> if you were doing that well on gas, wouldn't you be happy about it? Now, now, Mr. Bradshaw. Haven't seen you around. <laughs> Marty. You'll scare the fish. But we're missing the big football Relax. game. Relax. My VHS home video recorder is taping it right now. Terrific. Watch. Terrific. But suppose it's over three hours. Relax. Panasonic VHS tapes up to four hours of sports, movie specials on one cassette. Wow. This VHS is for me. You caught the whole game. Best catch of the day. Yeah. VHS, the four-hour system from Panasonic and other leading companies. Separately, batteries not included. You can rock her, feed her, or give her a bottle. When she's done, you can turn her rocker into a stroller. Time for a walk, baby alive. Kenner's new baby alive stroller rocker. Baby alive sold separately. American grizzly is a type of the brown bear found also in northern Asia and Europe. Its range is in the west, from Mexico to Alaska and into the Canadian barren grounds. The long fur varies in color from nearly white to almost black. A distinguishing hump of neck muscle rises from its shoulders. In January or February, the mother gives birth to very tiny young, weighing about 14 ounces each. However, their weight increases to about 20 pounds before leaving the den. Grizzlies live mainly on vegetation and fish, but they also prey upon ground squirrels, elk, caribou, and other mammals. For more information about the grizzly bear, contact the Canadian Wildlife Service, Ottawa. By divine intervention, Possum felt Buster Lee's hand and was pulled into the relative safety of the plane. Champing for his daddy, Ding Dong leaped out of Possum's hold and into Buster Lee's lap. Licensed to fly a single-engine plane, Buster Lee did what he could to acclimatize himself to the 727. Back in first class, Taylor McQueen produced his special agent's badge and declared himself Sky Marshal. Picking robust passengers, or anyone who resembled Charles Bronson, Taylor amassed a team of vigilantes. Using cloth napkins and their belts, Taylor's team of freedom fighters bound and gagged the geriatric hijackers. Sniffing around, Ding Dong paused by Titania Guevara. There was something, um, familiar about her.
I-95 carved through the middle of Miami. It was your typical Saturday rush hour. People driving home after a hard day of shopping at the mall. Turning to Buster Lee, Possum said, What's our status? Terrified, the crop top teen gushed. We have one engine, we've lost primary and backup radar, a smoke alarm went off in the restroom, we're losing electrical and we're dumping fuel. We have to land, Possum. Flight 901 to control, Chastity come in, over. This is Chastity, over. What do you need, Possum, over? Taking a breath and filling her lungs, the brave thrush bellowed, we need to land now, over. We bring you a news update. This is Vanity Burroughs of Eyewitness News. I'm standing at 4th Street in downtown Miami. If you're listening to me and you're on I-95, take the nearest exit and leave. I repeat, if you're on I-95, take the nearest exit and leave. For WFTV Eyewitness News, I'm Vanity Burroughs. Just when you thought it couldn't get any crazier, Taylor came in the cabin and said to Possum, one of the hijackers wants to speak with you. She says it's important. Possum quickly stood up, high-fived Buster Lee, and ran to the rear of the plane. Wearing her beret, dark sunglasses, and a camel coat with obligatory buttons was the supine Titania Guevara. I'm sorry, Possum, pleaded the old woman sobbing. I wanted to make a statement about the high cost of prescription drugs. I wanted to make the world a better place. Titania reminded Possum of, um, someone, but she couldn't put her finger on it. On her way over the debris into the cabin, a light went on in Possum's head. You look like you've seen a ghost, said Buster Lee, nervously clutching the steering wheel of the damaged plane. That's only the half of it, said Possum, strapping herself in again. If we ever get out of here, I'll explain. Her appearance unexpected, Brandy du Maurier, the young stewardess, stepped gingerly into the blown-out cabin. Her 18-year-old face was covered in soot, her new uniform ripped. She carried a tray of coffee. Brandy said, if this doesn't end well, if we end up in a fiery inferno, I just had to say, the crew and the passengers know you guys tried your best. Looking furtively at her lanyard, Buster Lee said, Whoa, Mr. Morier, a 727 can do just about anything, but it can't make a cup of coffee as good as you. Unable to suppress her emotions anymore, Brandy leaned into the bulkhead and sobbed. <laughs> Roman Cardinelli, Precious Wilson, and Melanie Daniels joined Chastity Newman in the control tower. Like a game in a pizza video arcade, each paladin manned a control panel that produced an array of dizzying lights and disorienting sounds. Precious pointed at the radar screen and said, They're over exit 9. Possum's descended to 300 feet. She's dropping. At this speed, Flight 901 would land in seconds. The passengers and crew on board Flight 901 were in the grip of hysteria. 
Make sure your tray tables are in an upright position. Assume the FAA-approved crash position. Put your arms on your legs and rest your head in your arms. In the event of an unscheduled marine landing, remember, your seat cover doubles as a flotation device. Possum, yelped Buster Lee. We're out of fuel. Turning an 85-ton Boeing 727 into a glider had never been on Possum's bucket list. Steady, steady, give me power. I need lift. Lower the landing gear. Come on, Buster, stay with me. Steady. As the jet descended, Possum looked in the apartments and offices of the surrounding buildings. The tenants had terror in their eyes. Some clutched Bibles, others bowed their heads in prayer. Possum to chastity, over. Our brakes failed. There was an eerie silence inside the cabin. Mamas cradled their babies. The nuns and the rabbi prayed. Earl Marvel hugged TV funny man Marty Moore, who whispered, It's gonna be okay, kid. We're gonna be okay. The alcoholic swore off drink. Are we landing? asked the liver girl. Yes, said movie icon Carol Havelock. Now hold my hand. The atmosphere in the cockpit was tense. Landing a beast this big without killing everyone required more than skill. You needed luck, and a lot of luck. Possum held her breath and watched the altimeter spin around. 80 feet, 60 feet, 35 feet, 10 feet. Before the blackness with tears in his eyes, Buster Lee looked at his little blue healer and said, I love you. This is Sanity Burroughs from WFTV. Behind me is Eastern Flight 901. Remarkably, the plane has landed in one piece, with no casualties. Many thanks to stock car racer Possum Harding and her team. It's a story that could only happen in Florida. The drama began this morning at 10.34 when Eastern Flight 901 destined for Charleston. With the help of Special Agent Taylor McQueen, the FBI rounded up the hijackers from the Orlando Liberation Army. All but one. Leaning on a fire truck, minus her Marxist rhetoric, beret, hippie sunglasses, and looking every bit the sweet retiree, stood imposter to Tanya Guevara. Pointing to the fragile woman, McQueen said, what about her, possum? She was the brains behind this. Staring at Taylor, Possum said, Have a heart, Taylor. That's my grandma, Ida Harding. Before the paddy wagon drove off, Ida Harding approached an FBI agent and instructed him, You better arrest me, sir. I'm Titania Guevara, leader of the Orlando Liberation Army and the brains behind the hijacking. Reaching the back of her head, she removed a black wig and said, I'm Possum Harding's grandma, Ida Harding. Playing it by the book, the G-man sniped, Let me see some ID, baby. You have the right to remain silent. You have the right to an attorney. Anything you say can and will be used against you. The Possum Harding Adventures will be back after these important messages. Hometown of all, winter, summer, spring or fall, buffalo, buffalo, boost buffalo. 
ideal in every way. There's plenty to boast about in Buffalo. The most modern expressways. Magnificent waterways. Many great industries. Wonderful climate. Natural beauty. Plus cultural facilities. Boost Buffalo, it's good for you. Boost Buffalo, it's good for you. Buffalo deserves your appreciation. It's the finest hometown in the nation. Boost Buffalo, Boost Buffalo, it's good for you. Exploring to a forgotten Buffalo. Chef's got big, juicy, terrific burgers for you. 100% all beef. We really work hard to serve them hot and delicious. So you can take them to our works bar and make them taste even better. The way you want them, you're gonna love our burgers. Open wide America, you never can forget. You get more, more, more to like at Burger Chef. This is J.C. Penney's $10 dress shirt. It's made of silky, smooth, ultressa polyester, a fabric many $14 shirts are made of. It has a special collar that feels soft but stays in shape, a feature many $16 shirts have. It has seven buttons instead of six so that it won't pop open at the waist, a feature some $20 shirts don't even have. The JCPenney $10 dress shirt, probably one of the most expensively made $10 dress shirts in America. Are you fed up with constantly searching for the records you want? Are you tired and frustrated from always straightening out your LPs? Now with KTEL Record Selector, this will never happen again. To choose your favorite music, tilt the first record forward. The others follow automatically. Pick your selection when it appears. To choose more LPs, lean the next record forward and wait for your choice. The Record Selector is a new space-age design for selection and storage of records. Fingertip control regulates the speed of record selector. To replace the records, tilt the first record forward. Record selector with a mind of its own will automatically stop where the LP was taken from. End awkward selection and storage of LPs with record selector. Attractively finished in a gift box. KTEL record selector, only $3.99. Beside a giant promotional I Love Orlando umbrella was a charcoal grill, a picnic table, a deep fryer, some lawn chairs, and a cooler. Buster Lee and Ding Dong were cooking burgers, chicken pieces, and hot dogs. Down, boy. Precious was busy frying crab cakes. Roman was slicing pineapple pieces. Melanie and McQueen had just arrived with a tub of potato salad and a bag of ice. Her leather-bound journal closed. Possum fidgeted with her bracelet and tried to make up her mind how to sum it all up. Squinting at the nearby flag blowing gently in the Orlando air, Possum uncapped her fountain pen and wrote, Let me see. Grandma Ida got two months. No one was killed. The hijacking brought the prescription drug price issue to national attention, so it was worth it. We'll see what Jimmy Carter does. Looking at Precious and starving, Possum said, Are those crab cakes ready yet or what? You've been listening to Possum Harding Adventures with Jupiter Gatson. If you like the pod, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, or wherever you listen. Be sure to write a review and post on Apple Podcasts. 
Possum Harding Adventures musical theme written by Oliver Wickham. Incidental music by FMA.org, with special thanks to Kevin McLeod, Lou Dot Sessions, Chris Sabrisky, Lee Rosevere, and Jonathan Goldsmith. Pod Planet thanks Steve and Dana Gadson, Adam Ive, Selena Fiorini, Dave Smith, Drew Froman, Monique Kelly, and Tattoo Sound and Music. Possum Harding Adventures is written and produced by PodPlanet.org Multiverse. See show notes and biographies at PodPlanet.org. Thank you for listening.